Sorry, I had to play the whole thing. If you haven't heard, Friday, the world lost the great Kevin Conroy, the man who voiced the most iconic Batman of all time. And yeah, that kind of sucked a lot. Like, social media was just like, that's all, if you were even the most remotely minute Batman fan, your social media feed all day Friday was just tributes to Kevin Conroy. And, yeah, I can't say I disagree. I can't even, like, normally I, like, really, why do people, like, a lot of people get really hung up on celebrity deaths. And I will admit that I, I've done episodes talking about it. And a lot of, especially 2016, man, so many celebrities died. <laughs> it was like one year, there was like 60 some odd big name celebrities died in one year. It was stupid. I could be wrong about the year, but it was a stupid amount of celebrities in one year. And it was like every week, it was three or four more celebrities Big name celebrities were dying. So I can't say it. I, I don't talk about the stuff and I don't care. But it's also one of those things where you're like, like, really? Is that big a deal? But when it comes to like nerd and comic book fandom, there is nobody that was ever held in a higher position than Kevin Conroy. Nobody has voiced a single character so iconically for such a long period of time. And it's kind of funny because at the same time as people look at Mark Hamill, you know, Luke Skywalker himself, at this point is just as well known for being the voice and the voice, the most iconic voice of the Joker from Batman the Animated Series and a lot of the games. That was his Batman. Mark Hamill and Kevin Conroy were the most iconic Batman and Joker ever. And 
that cartoon really showed the depth of character that you could have and and how to do a cartoon like Batman who up to that point had I didn't realize up to that point had never been done in an actual animation it was a comic book and there were movies that was it and that show was very dark and very gritty and very serious and it tackled serious issues you know full steam ahead and it made you know kids were able to learn and confront serious topics watching batman and that is in great part to the work done by kevin conroy and his skill in portraying that character for what amounts to almost my entire life. You know, there's always the debate when it comes to what's your Batman, because there's been so many people that have played Batman over the years. You know, are you a Michael Keaton fan? You're Val Kilmer fan, um, Christian Bale, Ben Affleck. Nobody says George Clooney. Um, (laughs) So what's your Batman? What's your Joker? And for the longest time, you know, everybody thinks about the movie guys. You know, very few people even would consider Adam West in that. But he was Adam West, but it was always looking at Batman in the movies. What's your Batman? What's your favorite Batman from the movies? And everybody would argue over, oh, this is my favorite. This is my, oh no, this is like, Christian Bale was way better than, than Michael Keaton, blah, blah, blah. And everyone would argue over it. Fandoms, it's what they do. But the second Kevin Conroy's name comes into the conversation, everybody stops and everybody agrees. Oh, oh, well, no, obviously he's the best. And it goes back to even something that Kevin Conroy said himself. And he's the only Batman who ever got to deliver the line. But it said in an interview, like, oh, Michael Keaton, Christian Bale, all these guys, they played Batman. I am Batman. And not a damn person would argue with him on that. And he's the only Batman who has the line, I am Batman. And he owned that. And I realize I'm, I've just spent the last five minutes gushing over a voice actor and Batman. But that cartoon existed at a very important time of my childhood. And it was something that was a, a constant. And it was, it's one of those things that when you're a kid and you look back, like when you're an adult and you look back at those things from your childhood that really stick with you and that you really, like, you really feel. And you remember those shows and those things. This show really grabbed a lot of people. There are millions of people out there whose hearts broke on Friday because the Batman from their childhood is gone. And I know it sounds cheesy. And it, it you know, it, it, it is to a certain degree. 
But, you know, it's, it's one of those few things where I'm like, damn. A lot of, like, again, a lot of celebrities, I don't, it's like, man, that sucks. Okay. But this is, you know, Batman is one of those characters that is so complex and there's so much about the character that exists in the world across his entire existence that for one person to have portrayed this character so iconically for such a large portion of the character's existence that the fandom and the world unanimously agrees that is the only real depiction of Batman. Every other version of Batman does not hold up to what he did and the feeling and the the familiarity of it. Adam West's Batman is Adam West's Batman, but Kevin Conroy's Batman is Batman. And there will not be any more of that. The next time you turn on an Arkham Asylum game, Batman's going to sound different. And that's going to feel wrong. It just is. And it's weird to think that it's probably going to affect a lot of people the next time they fire up the next Batman game. Or they may just turn on their old games or go onto YouTube and look up old episodes just to bring back those feelings they had from when they were kids. <sighs> Speaking, because I'm going to try not to... I'm. I'm not crying, but it is something I was actually really sad about because it was just some somebody so iconic and so influential in my childhood. And incidentally, somebody else who was very influential in my childhood, more so influential on the development of my sense of humor as a child, also died on Friday. That's actually Gallagher. Uh, if you know anything, or if you've listened to me for any amount of time, you understand my very sarcastic, cynical, snarky um, sense of humor. And that is very much a, a product of the comedy that I watched as a kid. I grew up watching Richard Pryor and George... Eh, <clears throat> Sorry. <laughs> and George Carlin. And I mean and Bill Cosby and Sam Kinison and Gallagher. All these great, you know, the stand-up philosophers. The guys that went out there on stage and you learned something watching them while they made you laugh. And they did silly things and they told jokes. But you also would learn something. And they very frequently would call out the stupidity that is human existence and just the way we are <laughs> as a species. And 
Gallagher was one of those, and he's the last of those, really. I don't, off the top of my head, I don't think any of them are still alive. I think the last living stand-up philosopher wasn't even a stand-up, and it's Mel Brooks. In fact, that Mel Brooks is alive is a miracle. How the hell is Mel Brooks alive when everybody that he ever put in a movie is dead? Damn near. But yeah, Gallagher. I had to explain when I, telling my wife, Kevin Conroy died. He was Batman. Not he played Batman, he was Batman. And Gallagher died. She had no reference because she's not a big fan of stand-up comedy, especially stand-ups from the 80s and 90s. And so I played her Gallagher's bit on words and explaining how, you know, uh, B-O-M-B bomb. T-O-M-B Tom? No, tomb. <laughs> okay, T-O-M-B tomb. C-O-M-B coom? No, it's comb. <laughs> then this whole string of, of words. And how like it just doesn't make sense. The English language doesn't make sense. <laughs> the English language is four other languages and a trench coat. Um, and when she saw that, she thought of... Uh, <clears throat> she, she immediately saw that influence on my sense of humor and my snark. But she also thought of Mitch Hedberg and uh, Dimitri Martin and... I was like, yeah, very much so. Those guys wouldn't have had anything. They couldn't have existed without Gallagher. He was very much that early sort of intellectual type. Not so much intellectual, but it's hard to call a guy an intellectual who finishes his show by smashing uh, watermelons with a mallet. If you didn't know who I was talking about up to now... That's that guy. You know, we'd go through all these intellectual conversations and, and, and wordplay and all these sort of gags. And then bust out the giant hammer and smash some watermelons. And I honestly prefer the stand-up side of it. I'm, that's where I am. But, yeah. The guy who was famous for smashing watermelons was also one of the great stand-up philosophers of my childhood who helped shape my sense of humor as it is today who I can still look back on and just relish in the lessons and the things that he said and his his comedy to this day I could watch a Gallagher show and laugh my head off and I honestly thought he died a few years ago no lie I thought he had cancer and died years ago um, but it appears that is what managed to take them both in the same day. And that sucks. Because, I mean, that's a big piece of my childhood lost. And, yeah, it was really kind of a bummer. Not actually shedding any tears for them. You know, I'm 38. This is, you know, things from my childhood. But it sucks. And it's, yeah, it sucks. And it's... You know, something, it's again, very important in those formative years and things I look back on fondly. And yeah, (laughs) 
it just it just sucks. It's a bummer. And yeah. <laughs> it's it's definitely going to be manipulating my YouTube algorithm for a few days watching old Gallagher clips and watching old episodes of Batman and showing that showing that to my boys. I want my boys to see it's just like watch, making them watch old Sesame Street and watching old Disney cartoons and movies. I need to introduce my boys to Batman, to the real Batman. And when they're old enough, I will let them watch some of the stand-up comedy that made me the well-adjusted adult that I am today. <laughs> but... I think that is going to do it for me today. <sighs> no big exit. I don't know how to exit from this. Sad show. Yeah. But. It is what it is. You know. We move on. We remember those people that we've lost. That. Made us who we are. This sounds really depressing. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right, no more sadness. Tomorrow I will be back with, and this is going to sound like tomorrow, but I realize I'm a little behind schedule. I will have later today, if whenever time, you know, how podcasts work, I'm going to get caught up because I've been playing some new video games. or not actually new video games. I've been playing new to me video games that I've had and have never played. So I'm going to talk about video games. So that's coming up until... Next time, oddballs. Thank you and good night. Oh,